Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. In this podcast, I want to talk to you about one of the most disturbing episodes that I've seen in my lifetime when it comes to American foreign policy. I have um, lived through, although I did not fight in the Vietnam War, my father fought. I was a a teenager in high school. Um, I have seen uh, the U.S. do noble things abroad and also do less noble things abroad. I'm a student of American history, especially American foreign policy, so I'm aware of our less valiant moments. But I'll have to tell you that what I have been witnessing in the last few weeks of the U.S. abandonment of the Kurds has been absolutely stunning to me. Let me review the history for you very quickly. You know, if you listen to this podcast and if you care at all about the Kurds, as I know many of you do, that on September 25th of this year, 2017, uh, Iraqi Kurdistan held a referendum uh, just finding out whether the people of Iraqi Kurdistan uh, and people outside of that region, also Kurds outside of that region, wanted uh, independence from Iraq. Uh, this was something that I encouraged. This is something I believed in. This was simply taking the tone, uh, taking uh, an inventory, so to speak, polling the Kurds of Iraqi Kurdistan to find out if they were interested in breaking from Iraq. I want to say quickly uh, that the context of all this, of course, is that Iraq is a failed state. The govern- government in Baghdad is not only notoriously corrupt, but is increasingly run from Iran. Um, the the government in Baghdad being uh, right now Shiite controlled. So the Shiite uh, nation of Iran, the Shiite mullahs and the Shiite, um, the version of Islam practiced in Iran is Shia. Uh, it is very much uh, dominant in Baghdad. And I think if you've been watching the news, you know that, that Iran is attempting to um, create basically an arc of control throughout the Middle East. It's expanding dramatically and, and um, basically taking advantage of the chaos that is in places like Syria, etc. So Baghdad is corrupt. Aid that is going to the nation does not end up going to the Kurds. Uh, Petroleum profit sharing agreements between Baghdad and the Kurds are not honored by Baghdad. And this, by the way, comes in the wake of Baghdad and the Iraqi army having horribly uh, uh, surrendered and just proven themselves cowards in the face of ISIS, leaving hundreds of millions of dollars of U.S. aid in in the field for ISIS to uh, use against uh, people of every kind. It's a horrible situation, but here's what you need to know. Iraq is failing as a state. It will probably cease to exist in our lifetime. And so the Kurds, uh, with much encouragement from outside, uh, simply exerted their self-determination, a principle, by the way, that the United States has been in favor of ever since President Wilson uh, made a case for uh, ethnic self-determination around the world, and the U.S. has supported that principle. Uh, The Kurds did nothing more than do a self-poll and found out, of course, that uh, the 90% of the Kurds wanted independence. 
Well, in the face of that, remember that that referendum was on September the 25th, about 10 days later, on October 16th, a combination of Iraqi military forces sent by Haider al-Abadi, who is the um, prime minister, the head of, of, of Iraq right now, president of Iraq, um, and a popular thing called the PMU, the Popular Mobilization Unit, um, which is an Iranian-backed militia. Think about that. That's not the official army of Iran. It's an Iranian-backed militia. Uh, they invaded Iraqi Kurdistan, retook the disputed oil field of Kirkuk. Kirkuk is a city in Iraq, um, and it is surrounded by some of the richest oil fields in the region. And this was clearly Kurdish territory, clearly part of Iraqi Kurdistan. Um, but the Iraqi military and this uh, popular mobilization units combination of, of units so that's, that's the popular mobilization front, uh, moved into Iraqi Kurdistan, drove out thousands of Kurds, looted homes, punished Sunni Muslims. The Kurds have been very um, exemplary, I think, in, uh, in having a unity amongst different Muslim factions and including Christians, Jews, Azidis. Um, I've extolled this many times. It's amazing the, the, the democratic unity that the Kurds have uh, been able to foster in Iraqi Kurdistan. That is not the case uh, in Baghdad. That is not the case in the rest of Iraq. But now, uh, in, in, in kind of an angry answer, angry retort for this referendum, uh, the Iraqi army is sent along with Iranian forces. That says quite a bit, by the way, uh, the forces of another nation. And they take over the oil fields near Kirkuk, dominate the city of Kirkuk, move in with tanks and howitzers, heavy artillery, and drive out the Kurds from their homes, loot their homes, punish Sunni Muslims. And now they are just miles away from Erbil and threatening the capital of Erbil. Now, I'm not surprised by any of those machinations. I'm not surprised that Haider al-Abadi would do this. I'm not surprised that Baghdad would do this. And I'm certainly not surprised that Iran would send militia. What is absolutely stunning to me is the silence of the West. What is absolutely stunning to me is that there has been no major uh, speech or declaration or statement about this from Washington, D.C., except for some, thank God, dissident uh, congressmen and senators who have spoken out. Senator Schumer has spoken out. Uh, Marsha Blackburn, congressman from Tennessee, has spoken out. There have been others. But for the most part, certainly not from the Trump White House, has there been any uh, sort of statement or declaration or calling for the for the these hostilities to end. And by the way, I'll have to say, and, and you know that I'm, 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 a, I'm a bit mixed about Trump. I've been very clear about that in this uh, podcast. I obviously am a conservative. I obviously am glad that he uh, champions conservative causes. I don't like his manner. I don't like his crassness. I don't like uh, some of the, 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 the tent lean towards racism that he has allowed in his, in his, and um, uh, the way he campaigned and the statements that he's made. Um, and I, I'll have to tell you that there's there's not been anything uh, that came from has come from the White House since this, these hostilities began. And in fact, what was said prior to the hostilities was that the U.S. would remain neutral. Well, not only is that not true, 
it's impossible. There's no question that Baghdad would not have moved against the Kurds if they did not have U.S. permission. Baghdad doesn't take a leak without U.S. permission when it comes to uh, military affairs. And so uh, there's no question that the U.S. signaled neutrality, secretly gave permission to Baghdad. And now the Kurds, who have been loyal allies to the U.S., who did most of the -the on-the-ground fighting against ISIS and defeated them, who have been noble in building in Iraqi Kurdistan a democratic, pro-Western, pro-free market, and even largely pro-Israel um, society that welcomed foreign investment and that and that and that yearns to be uh, the beginning of an independent Kurdistan. Uh, the, we have the United States and the Western nations have betrayed these people. These people I've spoken about many times, 35 million strong worldwide, um, promised uh, an independent nation as long ago as uh, World War I, uh, but European machinations and deals uh, betrayed them then. They've been betrayed since uh, by the Western powers, and now they're being betrayed again. And a, a, a Trump White House, which ought to be, because Trump made many statements during the campaign in support of the Kurds, a Trump White House, which which ought to be uh, sounding loudly in this matter, ought to be fighting for a restructuring of the Middle East, ought to recognize the virtue of the Kurds and the value of the Kurds, has been typically distracted by Twitter wars and so is not making a public statement. Uh, Right before the referendum, Secretary of State Tillerson urged Masoud Barzani not to hold the referendum. Uh, So the U.S. made very clear their opposition. And now the U.S. has has been sitting silently by while, while a combination of Iraqi and Iranian forces. Just think about that now. These are two nations that fought a war within the last three decades. Um, They now have come together against the Kurds and the West has done nothing. Now, what should be happening is that U.S. should be encouraging a nation uh, called an independent Kurdistan, the independent Republic of Kurdistan in the Middle East, um, should be negotiating with the powerful nations around the Kurds there in the Middle East and Iraqi Kurdistan. And uh, and helping to support that nation, they should we should frankly, in my opinion, move our military base from Inshirlik and build it right there in, in, in Iraqi Kurdistan, so as to support and stand with the Kurds. And then we would help uh, with a, a shift in the Middle East, um, building with our allies rather than constantly financing and pleading with our uh, with with allies that aren't real allies, like Turkey, with the crazy man Erdogan in charge of it, and uh, and other nations in the Middle East. So be assured that what's happening right now is that there is an invasion of Iraqi Kurdistan happening, and it's being done by Iraqi and Iranian troops only because the Kurds polled themselves to see if they wanted to be an independent nation. The conclusion was yes. The Kurds immediately began to schedule democratic elections and immediately turned to Baghdad and the U.S. to ask for help. The answer was tanks and large artillery and mobilization of thousands of units and deaths. There have been a number of deaths. Now Baghdad is issuing arrest warrants for prominent Kurds. 
and the U.S. is doing nothing. And my biggest gripe about the Trump administration, again, since it's a largely conservative administration, it reflects much of what I believe. But the problem is they're always distracted with the latest fight. They're always distracted with the latest Twitter war. They're always this this I'm, I'm grieved that this uh, this young soldier was killed. But this fight between the Democratic Congresswoman from Florida and Trump over what Trump said to the widow and and all of this, this is. This is a distraction from more important business. I'm not talking about the death of the young man. I'm talking about the hassle between politicians. And while all of that is going on, we are seeing the decimation, the potential decimation of the wonders of Iraqi Kurdistan. And by the way, we sent young men and women to die for the independence of Iraqi Kurdistan, amongst other parts of Iraq. And now... The people we liberated, the nation we liberated, uh, the country that we helped establish, the com- country whose free elections we celebrated, the country who uh, who we laid down lives to help free from Saddam Hussein. Now, part of that country is invading another part. So what's happened is that we have liberated Baghdad to become a predator nation, Iraq to become a predator nation against the people called the Kurds who have been promised freedom by the West for more than 100 years. This should stop. It should stop now. Negotiations for an independent Kurdistan should occur. It will only benefit the nations nearby. But right now, the West, and particularly the United States, is is actually encouraging by its silence a horrible horrible travesty of justice, but beyond that, also horrible violence. And we are going to see a bloodbath happen, and we are going to see our promises betrayed, and you want to taint a generation uh, with bitterness, with anger, with anti-Western sentiment. Let's continue doing it this way. The U.S. should immediately insist that Iran back off, insist that Baghdad stop besieging the Kurds, should help with negotiations for an independent Kurdistan, and should support it in in every way possible, including, I believe, moving our airbase from Insirlich and put it somewhere just outside of Erbil, Iraq. These are serious matters, and I don't know that serious people in our government are being allowed to focus upon them. Certainly Donald Trump is not. Certainly the press is not. And yet, as I say again, American blood is in the ground where this injustice is happening. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.